It is Monday, April 19th, 2021. This week, we announce the Elite Eight as we enter round three of hashtag Mostly Madness. We share some big news out of comic book connecting 2002 Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2 directly to a 2021 MCU title. And we're going to talk about the brand new trailer for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings that dropped today. We watched Why Did You Kill Me on Netflix, Mythic Quest on Apple TV+, and Barry on HBO Max. And for the meat, we approach the end of our hashtag MCU rewatch with my favorite movie, hashtag Thor Ragnarok, and prepare for this week's finale of The Falcon and The Winter Soldier on Disney Plus as we break down episode five. This is Mostly Superheroes. Hello and welcome to Mostly Superheroes, a weekly video podcast where we talk mostly live action superhero stuff, along with any other stories out there that are worth talking about. We rate, debate, and celebrate the stories that inspire us most. I'm your host, Logan. Joining me, as always, back for more. They're the two guys that keep showing up week after week. I can't believe it. I'm always surprised. It's PC Mike and The Giggler. PC Mike, the final countdown is on for your days as a bachelor. Yeah, it is. It's coming. Let's not talk about it. Let's talk about some superheroes. It's, it's coming. <laughs> it's, it's like we're talking like 12 days or something. It's, it's, it's going to be the corner. 12 stress-free days, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. It's easy. It's just easy. Yeah. It's just boilers. It's going to snow this week, and everything's fine. That's right. I'm excited. I'm excited. Welcome back. How was your weekend? It was good. Um, your little intro right there got me excited for this episode. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff today. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, putting it together today was one of those where it was like, okay, this is going to be fun. I think we're getting to that point we kind of talked about, like, we didn't have much during COVID, and now the dam is broke and the floodgates are coming with all this new content. Yeah, it's almost like at the, at that point, we were grasping at any kind of news that would come across the table. All those Spider-Man rumors, everything coming out. We were like, yeah, rumors. Yeah, now pushbacks. We're, now we're like, get yeah, right. More <laughs> schedule changes. Black Widow 2028. <laughs> and now it's Felt like, that way. now we're like leaving stuff behind. Yeah. Uh, Giggler, welcome back. Happy Monday, sir. Do you record these on Mondays? How was your weekend? It was great. Played golf yesterday. Saw a lot of friends I hadn't seen in a while for uh, um, for a wedding on Saturday. That's all you need, baby. Sounds pretty good. Sounds pretty fun. And now you're back in the studio. Back in back to reality. Hey, well, reality today is going to be talking about some like alternate realities, multiverses, yeah. and superheroes. So I love this reality. I like it too. Well, with that, let's uh, let's talk about our fans. Fan mail. Got all sorts of fan mail today. A lot of fun stuff to talk about. First up. We got some show and tell. I did images on the screen and as well as here in person. So my brother, Trenton, actually dropped off some stuff the other day. First of all, I'll just hold it up for the camera. The Amazing World of Superman. This is a book. Pretty cool. It's going to be Worlds Collide, Mike. We've talked about this museum before. Mm -hmm. Remember the museum in yeah. uh, Metropolis, Illinois? 
All right, so there's the book. Originally published to promote Superman Land, an amazing new theme park in Superman's hometown, Metropolis, Illinois. The amazing world of Superman is all that remains of the lofty dream after the 1973 oil crisis dashed the hopes of Metropolis, DC Comics, and Superman fans alike. So the story is the story of Superman throughout all the decades, and it's pretty cool. They like do it kind of comic book style, and it's Superman kind of like, Oh, this is when Superman uh, got to the White House and you know met JFK, mm-hmm. and it's like st- it's told with like comic book style. That's awesome. Just kind of novel like wow. you got like the storytelling mode, and it's Superman kind of through his story. So cool. And then part of this, texted you guys about this. Mm-hmm. Here's I'll, I'll pull it yep. up on the screen. YouTube viewers got to plug the YouTube channel today. We got a map of Krypton. <laughs> I'll give it up. That's crazy. Wow. Like, just a legit map of Krypton highlighting, like, the top places I guess you would have visited, you know, had it not exploded. Like, yeah, yeah, if you ever want to go to Krypton, at least you know where how to find your way around now. If I somehow end up in a time machine. Have you guys ever watched the show Krypton? No. No. I heard too many negative things about it. Uh, I liked it. You did? They're liars. (laughs) Uh, You just have some friends that lied to you. Because I think it's a pretty cool show. You got Brainiac in there. General Zod. There's like a time travel component, obviously. Is it a cartoon? No, it's live action, and it takes place like 30 or 40 years before Superman's born, and it's about okay. like his great his uh, great grandfather having to like save Superman from not existing. It's on like sci-fi or something. It's on like sci-fi, that? but now I think it's part of the uh, uh, HBO like okay. suite. I'm okay. pretty sure. I think it's in that little DC hub on HBO Max. Oh. It's for sure though from sci-fi. Either way, shout out to my brother Trenton. Thanks for the map of Krypton. And the Superman book, and this was a surprise today. It's not on the screen. The Giggler, you want to hold yours up too, oh, yeah. PC Mike? We got some socks. <laughs> these are uh, Rockham socks. Uh, why don't you tell us about these, Andy? Um, well, this is just one of many Instagram ad impulse buys um, <laughs> that they just make it too easy for me to just waste money and waste. Well, I mean, I'm, I got new Superman more socks. You're gonna wear them. This is for the guy that also bought a. Like cover for my touch to start on my car that has Iron Man faceplate on it. So and do you use it? Uh, yeah, whenever daily. I drive. <laughs> and no, I don't drive daily. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You sent me the the thing for your button in your car. Yes. Yeah, yes. the Superman. I need that. It's my favorite. Are the Iron I, Man. I, yeah Iron Man. I mean, maybe that's your next gift. We'll see. But, oh uh, man, literally just like three clicks with PayPal and you can purchase something shipped to your house. So so I got Superman um, socks. You got Batman. I got Batman. I got Batman. You got Fleck. Fleck. You got yeah. like actor specific Batman. Mm-hmm. We just yeah. got like cartoon DC characters, which I love. It's great. Yes. I mean, let's just I'll wear these every week while we record. <laughs> yeah. It's like uniform. Now. I'm always in socks. So I mean I just <laughs> I, have I, sock, <laughs> I have socks on right now. Yeah. I mean we're in the, we're in the studio in the basement. We get comfy in here. Speaking of which, YouTube viewers will notice we have the lights a little lower today. We're just we're trying it out. It feels nice already though. It does. I like Those, it. I feel like they were just always hitting us kind of hard. And I'll just give a shout out to Rockham. Yeah, Rockham. That's, Rock'em, the, that's the brand the company that we got it from. Uh they have a very whoever does your advertising has a great targeted ad that um, identified me as a good person to <laughs> buy these. So they were right. Mission accomplished. Awesome. Well, thanks for the gifts. We've got all sorts of things happening here for show and tell today. And then we had some cool people to highlight online. Last week, we had featured an interview that uh, the company Audrey had done. They reached out with us. Well, right away, we had a connection. These gals reached out. Buffy and Amber do this podcast called Marvel Mondays 616. And I'm going to read this right here. You can find their podcast. Uh, they reached out, super friendly. We emailed back and forth and had a dialogue right away. 
I think we might have a Logan's Heroes on our hands. There Just you go. You know. Very nice. They said they would uh, be interested in doing that, so we'll see. Just for you guys listening, uh, we always uh, I'm doing this thing now where I pull up the Spotify barcode type thing, the QR code. There you go. And if you're watching on YouTube, you're gonna have a second. You pull up your Spotify app. It has a camera scan button. It'll pull up the podcast for you. That's wild. Super easy. But they are also everywhere you get your podcast. And this is their description. Every Monday, Buffy and Amber take a deep dive into Marvel Comics, starting from the very beginning of their main continuity known as Earth 616. The first season of Marvel Monday 616 covers the introduction of the Fantastic Four, the Incredible Hulk, Thor, Spider-Man, Iron Man, and many more. You can read along with them or let them take you on a journey without needing to read along new episodes every Monday on all major platforms and follow on Instagram at Marvel Mondays 616. I'll give it up for him. I thought this was so perfect because we like focus on the live action stuff. We just don't do, you know, we don't talk a ton about comics and it's like, now we have a podcast. It's like all they do, their main thing. So we might be able to have like some collaboration stuff, be a little bit more in the know about some of the characters. And I did have an audio message from uh, Buffy and Amber. I'm going to play it now. Hi, I'm Buffy Mertoy. And I'm Amber Whiting. And we're the hosts of Marvel Monday 616. Are you already a Marvel Comics fan? Or perhaps you're not sure where to start? Regardless of how many or little you've read, our show is for you. We are reading every issue of Marvel's main continuity, starting with the Fantastic Four number one from 1961. New episodes drop every Monday, so check us out. See See ya. ya! Boom, there it is. Very cool. I had no idea it was called 616, their little universe. Yeah, I didn't either. Like, I just we, learned something. Like, we don't even know that level of I, stuff. <laughs> I literally typed in, because I'm PC Mike, I typed it on my PC, 616 area code, because I was like, oh, I wonder right. if they're in the 616. And so 616 is the line of the storyline. Yeah, it's like the prime. Yes. It's like the prime It's universe. like DC prime. It's like it has its own name for that yeah. universe. Yeah. Are you familiar at all, Andy? Nope. My mind is blown. Well, check it out. I've already listened to two episodes. Um, anytime I get people reaching out to me like this, the first thing I do is listen to their podcast. You know, I like that. What if I sent you there and they, they weren't great? No, I don't want to do that. I checked it out. Two yeah. episodes. Awesome. And uh, yeah, check I, them out. I followed on Instagram after I saw you post one of their things or something like that. So yeah, share it to the story. We'll have a link in the bio today. But yeah, search Marvel Monday 616 where you get your podcast and uh, maybe more in the future with these two. All right, let's get an update on Mostly Madness. Move through, highlight some new people. I already said at the beginning, highlighting round three or the semifinals or the Elite Eight. However you want to think of this, we have eight movies left. It's all happening at MostlySuperheroes.com forward slash Mostly Madness. You can vote there. You can vote on Instagram. Let's welcome new voters, Nicholas and Kevin. Before we take a look at these titles and give you guys an update on the bracket, we have the screenshot, of course. Our weekly winner. Last week was Mike. This week, BJ. BJ. Congratulations, BJ. I've already sent you an email. We'll get your info and get you a prize for Mostly Madness. It's that easy to win. Go and vote at the website. You get entered. It's super easy. Let's look at the bracket. I didn't send it to you this time. I want you guys to be fully surprised. I'm I'm ready. This is it. Ooh. Let's just go ahead and oh. call out what you see. What do you see first that you want to talk I about? I see you a want movie to talk? that we're going to talk about today that you did not win. want to talk about it? Let's talk about a couple of them. We are, can... you, are you okay? I'm a little upset that, yeah, okay, Thor Ragnarok did lose to Happy Gilmore. 
I mean, it's not, it's not, was especially when it had such a big lead last week. If you go back and watch last yeah. week's episode, it was at like 67%, and then it lost. Like I said, a lot can happen in a week. A lot did. Happy Gilmore came through. And now you got Happy Gilmore, though, beating out, or actually firsting Goodfellas. Yeah. Yeah. Your my movie, good, your movie has made it. <laughs> my Goodfellas people, let's go. So it beat Saving Private Ryan. So now you got Goodfellas versus Happy Gilmore. I mean, that's two totally different movies, but what do you pick? That's I mean, I'm here. going Goodfellas. You you have to. What do you what do you think? Happy. Me too. For life. Yeah, I would do Happy over Goodfellas. Happy. happy was in my final four. And I just saw it too, so it's fresh. But what about that uh Avengers versus Avengers? You got Avengers Endgame now, who beat the Dark Knight Rises. And we, all you, knew, we all knew that. We knew that was going to happen. And then we have Avengers Infinity War beating out Fight Club. Also, I'd say we knew. So now they're firsting each other. I pick Infinity War. There are a lot of people that pick that, but I'm going to go with Endgame. Okay. I'd probably go Endgame. All right. It's fair. It's a really hard call. It's a really tough one. Not even fair. Okay, I- so that... That's the left side of the bracket. Then the right side of the bracket, we do have Jurassic Park. It beat A New Hope, and it's facing The Lion King, which beat out Raiders of the Lost Ark. So you have Jurassic Park or Lion King. Mike? I think I go Jurassic Park on this one. Andy? JP for life. Hey, all three of us. <laughs> yeah, Lion King's cool, but it's great. You picked Jurassic Park. Yeah. I got a fun announcement about our Jurassic Park watch party. We'll save it for the end today. You gonna say something? No, I was just peeping the the VHS right there. Oh, I got it out just on display. I got, I got it out just to talk about it. That's absolutely right. And then the last one we have here: Dark Knight versus Forrest Gump. Oh my god, man! So Dark Knight beat out Back to the Future. That's a huge matchup. That was a huge matchup, and uh, I know the Irish podcast. I mean, I'm butchering the name. It's something. There's another word in there, but the Irish podcast. They're not going to be happy about that, and. Home Alone versus Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump did win, so now you have Dark Knight versus the Forrest Gump. Giggler. Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Easy. Not easy, but that's what I picked. That's the, that's tough. This is really getting hard now. That's the best Batman movie for me. Yeah. Yep, and that's Forrest Gump, and that's the Dark Knight, and that means I choose the Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> I had to really think about it. A lot of Oscars in that one. Is that Heath, right? Yeah. Heath Ledger. Some big ones. Tom Hanks. Yep. Just think if they teamed up and Forrest Gump and the Joker had a little movie going on. Hey, you know, it could happen. <laughs> could it, nowadays, anything can happen. Yeah. Um, all right, brackets up. Really tough matchups. And uh, what's going to be crazy is this Final Four. And then you're, you got on this bra- on this side, you got the Avengers, you got the Dark Knight on the right side, and then just mixed in, you got some crazy good movies. Goodfellas, Jurassic Park, Forrest Gump. You can tell, though, our audience is heavy, like how old we are, because... One, two, three, four, five, six of those movies. I guess five of those movies are like early 90s. Well, it makes sense. And then three of the biggest superhero movies of all time. Yeah, so, I mean, us three are are the same age. Yeah. And we're probably, you know, appealing to a certain demographic of just middle-aged men in their 30s. <laughs> <laughs> the honey hole. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, yeah, um, we'll see what happens. I'm excited. Go and vote. We're still doing prizes. We still got the final four. Leading us to the big championship. Really excited to see what happens. It all happens at MostlySuperheroes.com forward slash Mostly Madness. Feel free to use that hashtag Mostly Madness online. Whether you're voting, commenting, sharing, we appreciate it. All right, let's get in the news. News and rumors. Just a couple things today. Fun stuff for sure. We had some breaking news. This was today. Didn't know it was coming. Wanted to put it right at the top of the list. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings 
uh, Marvel title coming out this year, I believe September 3rd, coming out of comic book. The trailer is here. I'll get out of the way. I had a good time with it. Really fun. I don't know anything about this character, so it's really hard to say like what this all is, but it looked cool. It looked like action-packed, a lot of fighting scenes, and a brand new character. Giggler, I assume you watched it. How did you feel about this thing? I also know nothing about this movie or anything about this character, but I'm I'm excited. It was a lot of, looks like a going to be a solid action type movie that crazy fighting that like re, like reminded me like of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon or something mm-hmm. like that. Sure, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of I don't know if it's kung fu, but there's you know some some very a uh, lot of fighting happening. Yeah, I don't normally love movies like that, uh-huh. uh, like Jackie Chan, Bruce Lee, all that stuff. Like I, it's not your I thing. I kind of really haven't watched much of that in my life, but I mean, I'm gonna watch this, of course. And what about like the Van Damme movies? No, nah, not so much. Mm, okay, I don't know why. All right, that's okay. You don't. Hey, that's that. That was an honest uh, outlook on what, how you're feeling. How about you, PC Mike? I did not see the trailer. Whoa. Okay. I mean, it came out today. I had to work. Yeah, I sent. But, you, I sent you the link. I had to work. Oh man. Um, I had no idea if this was. If I'm going to be honest, I'm going to throw myself under the bus on a superhero podcast. It's fine. I had no idea if this was a show or a movie. No, I. When I, you I, sent that, I keep forgetting too. I yeah. It's, I literally it's, it's keep easy. forgetting. And I was going to say like, get me excited for this because this does not move the needle for me well, at all well you got to watch the trailer now okay because that's i mean that's obviously the point of i'll watch the trailer okay but you watch trailer. We'll, we'll we'll talk about it next week too okay pc michael check it out um like i say yeah i'm with you guys i don't know anything about this, this is gonna be a whole new world whole new thing is it dr strange those guys it's that's the question is like there definitely seems like to be a very much a component of magic like there's like some slow motion those parts rings? in this where he's like in the water and it's like st- it's still around him and then somebody has something like on their wrist and it's either power or like magic I so think, it looks like I a mix of almost the, like tech and that's what like the, the ten Mystic rings Arts. are i think that's what the ten rings were on his arm that's what those were yeah who's dr strange's guy yeah. that's dr strange went to where did he go in dr strange he went to some other country and met the ancient one. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's related at all. It no, might I be totally. I think it's totally separate. I think it is. Yeah, I think this is more like other remember, than remember maybe the being in Asia, the, the people that took uh, Iron Man and Iron Man one. Yeah, that's what you were saying. That's who like the Ten Ring. That's yeah, who the that, these, that's the, like the group active like military the actual group, well, military group, isn't so. this the story of the actual mandarin so, too right yeah exactly okay so you had the bad mandarin in iron man 3 this is apparently going to be maybe this like a he's like the, the real deal the real bad guy not a fake actor i'm pretty sure he's right. like the son of the mandarin <laughs> is what i understand well uh this is the actor simu lu uh, you can follow him on twitter it's s-i-m-u-l-i-u and uh, I guess it was his birthday. He said, whoever said that you could only receive presents on your birthday, today I'm giving you your very first look at a teaser poster for Shang-Chi. So here's the poster, sharing that, of course, on our YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, it's coming September 3rd. This was uh, just to get you some more buzz about it. Um, this was from Lou in an interview. To take a quote from Stan Lee, the legend himself with great power, there must also come great responsibility, but I think the reason I have the platform I do is because I've leaned into my Asianness. He said, if you're going to ask an entire population to support you, to rally behind you, and give you a platform, I won't shy away from that responsibility. I feel like we've been shying away from it as a people for too long, especially the children of immigrants who are taught to keep their heads down. We have reached the limit of that philosophy. That comes at us from Joe Schmidt over at Comic Book. So, Shang-Chi, it's coming. And uh, Samu Lu. I was pretty excited about it. I think I am too. 
Fans, let us know. Is this something you know about? I do know our boy Scott. He commented on a post I shared. He said he can't wait to see how this character is explored and integrated in the MCU. So it must be a character he appreciates, he likes. Get excited. I think it'll be cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. It's just crazy that like the, the trailer released today. I, I saw a meme yesterday of someone being like, the the someone accessed the uh shang chi twitter account for the first time trailer drop soon question mark and i'm like you can't even get a trailer as in a surprise anymore like people have to spoil that the day before <laughs> like just just let us have this let us have, let us have it yeah. just everybody calm down because like you texted me that you texted us the link the link to the trailer earlier and i was like oh yeah i knew that was coming yeah but, see well see i didn't even know i was legit surprised still, and so i'm putting together the agenda day i'm like oh cool a new fresh mcu trailer yeah Okay, next up, sticking in the MCU, mixed with all sorts of craziness. <laughs> this is wild coming out of coming out of comic book. Probably one of the most uh, the biggest things I'm excited to talk about today. This is from Cameron Bonomolo. Came out April 16th. Spider Man: No Way Home that comes out this December. It is I'll, I'll say like a soft confirmation that Alfred Molina, who played Doc Ock. In the 2002 Sam Raimi films starring Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man 2, the second one, great villain, awesome, amazing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so spoiler alert for Spider-Man 2. (laughs) (laughs) You got to throw this out there. I'm sorry. I'm going to say 19 years. I just, I don't know who's listening, and now it, all of a sudden, this matters. Yes. I have no idea. This is crazy that it matters, but here it is. The end of this movie, (laughs) Spider-Man wins. And, no! and Doc Ock falls to the middle of like this water and he's in the harbor because he built his like a uh, gr- his fusion machine that created like a, a fusion beam wow. of light that was going to like take the city is going to suck it all in. He's fallen to his death and you're like, OK, he's dead. And, t- and Tommy McGuire is like, OK, time for me to go make grow Spider- my hair out, grow my hair out and make <laughs> Spider-Man three and really bully gets- McGuire. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I got some more. I got bigger things than this. <laughs> this guy apparently is picking up this story right where it left off. Love that. I love and it. Spider-Man. No way home. <laughs> so like he's going to like fall How? into the multiverse somehow. I mean, we're all doing it. Might as well jump in the pot. Did this create the multiverse or something like that? Well, is- I think it's going to be like a mix of like multiverse is there's there's issues in the multiverse right now. You know how we know? Because of Loki. Like the things are broken since the events of Endgame. The, everything's kind of wonky. And I think holes are popping up places. I mean, we already know Electro's in the movie too. Jamie Foxx's Electro from Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. He is confirmed in this is movie. Is Andrew Garfield confirmed for this too? No. And neither, is, and neither is Maguire. Not officially, right? But Well, not confirmed, yeah. I guess. Could be just a welcome secret. I would secret. say we could expect them to be in it. You would or... think these are villains from their movies. I don't know, though. Either I... way, I'm just picturing this guy's going to come out. They said they are going to de-age him because it's been 18 years. Yeah, I would hate to see how I look in 18 years. Like... <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's still me. They're yeah. like, oh. Uh... Um, so he's gonna pick it right back up. I mean, this is this is insane. He's gonna somehow fall from a wormhole or something and just be like, "Where am I?" Probably, and he's gonna continue his mission, maybe. Or did he learn his lesson? Didn't he learn his lesson? Kind of in the end, he learned his lesson in the end of that movie. I think, and so. he helped contain. Yeah, he, yeah. he yeah, helped he contain helped. it. He knew that he was like out of control. He was yeah. giving up basically. He kind of he say something like his wife or something. Was it his wife? And he like realized. Well, he got her killed. Yeah, because he like couldn't let go of. Yeah. 
like it like the machine came loose and crushed her or something. Yeah, he basically committed suicide to save Spider Man in the in the world the in world, New yeah. York or maybe whatever that would have. Yeah, he was so good. That villain was awesome. Amazing. Just the like he really started out on such this like high note of being like this mentor. It's so cool. I don't want to go down a rabbit hole, but man, how do they have a great villain in one with Green Gob or the Goblin? Was it Green Goblin? Yeah, it was. Yeah, the, it I, was. I was getting mixed mixed up if it's like the Green Goblin or like it's Goblin. Yeah, because like, there's different variations. And but anyway, I believe in that movie. Yes, Green Goblin. And then him, Doc well, Ock. You're talking about William Defoe. William Defoe, and then Doc Ock. Yes. And then they go to Spider Man Three, and they just butcher Venom. Yeah, and they're like, "Here's a uh, what's his name? And Topher, Topher, Topher Grace. Grace. Venom. Yeah, Topher. And then the Sandman." Was the other villain? I thought at least he showed up. Like he showed up, and yeah. like I was like, "This is a cool villain." At least, and it was just weird. Yeah, too much going on. Obviously, the Bully McGuire scene. But anyway, I this to my the reason I brought it up is I think we should watch Spider Man too. Oh, that's immediately yeah. what I thought. I was <laughs> okay. like, "Okay, you got to watch all these Spider Men." Where do we find them? For... That's a good question. We'll see where we find them. We'll look. And here's the thing. I don't think we need to watch this till later this year, though. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. We should watch it, like, literally the week before this movie comes out. No Way Home. Spider-Man oh. 2 was 2004. Oh, did I say 2002? I think it's just... First, gonna, the I, first one was 2002. I was just going crazy with those twos. So, I agree. We Hero should. can save me. Not gonna <laughs> stand here and wait. <laughs> oh, man. We got some <laughs> that's the, karaoke that's, today. I legit think of that song every time I think of Spider-Man. I... Now I will. Vindicated Unfortunately, too. you just ruined it for Vindicated. me. Vindicated. Oh, dash- Vindicated. Dashboard Confessional? I am wow. I am oh, hell yeah. There we go. Spider-Man you- music show coming music- up. It is. Yep. <laughs> they just booked it. Well, it's on the list. And we're, we're all doing it. We're if, all going to do it. If that we one. have Sling Premium, you can watch Spider-Man 2. Well, what the hell? Who has Sling Premium? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know one person with Sling. I you guess have it? No, Sling was a thing, and then it kind of like, oh, we, you have to pay extra for every single channel and you, that you want. And you guys are big sports guys. I've always heard Slings for sports people. You guys don't even have it. No, I don't right. need it. All right, any other thoughts here? You guys excited for it? I am. I'm pumped for it. Can't wait. It's available on Stars too. I think. Yeah, Stars. Stars. I don't know who has Stars. Well, and here's the thing: you can always usually rent it from Apple TV. I guess like I'm an Apple guy. You've known this for years. Mm-hmm. I can't plug enough the Apple TV for watching TV. Like it literally use the voice command keeps track and it has like the open in function so you find a title and it'll be like here's where it lives okay but we'll whenever we watch this you know they're going to make it more expensive harder to find now yeah we're going to have to do full rewatches because of all the implications yeah i know because we're going to do the mcu rewatch i got the dc rewatch we still got to watch all the like the fox property stuff like before it was disney we got a lot of stuff to watch. Man, thank goodness. Like the WB, we had kind of like teared off from there. We I mean, couldn't do it. I tried watching The Flash. Actually, no. I, ha- I That's a lie. I'm just trying to watch Superman right now before I watch The Flash. I, I'm caught up on Superman. We'll talk about that someday. Okay. Yeah, we'll keep that on the list. Maybe when we get it finished, we can bring yeah. it in. Okay. Uh, that's it for the news. Uh, links in bio here if you want to see more on Spider-Man's uh, story with Alfred Molina, Doc Gott coming back. Uh, or more on Shang-Chi, you can find those links in today's description. As always, let's talk about what we're watching. What you watching? Nice and easy today. Got three titles, one for each of us. Giggler, we're going to start with you. Why don't you tell us about, in a spoiler-free way, I guess, because I haven't seen it yet, Why Did You Kill Me on Netflix? Uh, Yeah, this was uh, one of those ones that, I love the the top ten right now. 
oh. in, in on Netflix. Yeah, that's yeah. like where I find anything that I ever watch. Like if other people are watching it, it's worth a shot. It's usually that's where the newer stuff pops up. So um, this is a hour and a half long documentary about a murder. And basically um, there's a, I cannot remember her name. It's one of my, I did a mindless watch on this one. Only had that's okay. halfway that's right. paying attention. So Mike. And you watch it too, PC. And PC Mike watch it too. So we got a double team here. I like it. I like it. So basically, the family, um, it was her her sister, her younger sister, basically catfished this gang that was uh, potentially involved with this with this murder of this um, like teenage girl. Okay. Um, Basically, there was like a shooting of a of a car in a neighborhood, um, and like, but at the same time, there was like some cars that were like driving around that. Was like there was like suspicious activity that was kind of related to gang gang uh, gang wars. Okay, yeah, um, and I don't know any, I don't like know anything about this in this by the way. in this area. So, um, evidently, they kind of had a, an idea that it was this part of this gang, and this this was in the days of like MySpace. Yeah, and MySpace. the okay. whole the whole story, which I'll yeah I'll keep it spoiler free because you should definitely watch it. So it's okay. So the takeaway is hour and a half, and it's good. Yeah, you, I like you that. should watch it better than you some of these like. It? Yeah, you I mean, suggest. it was it was different for true crime. I think this is especially for where we grew up because this how all has to do with MySpace, which okay. is ridiculous. Yes, like there's, I think that the way that they put the documentary together was good and bad. Like I really liked, like how they kind of framed all the like the the MySpace stuff. Basically, it's mm-hmm. the she she creates like a fake profile of this of this girl, and then tries to like get in the dms of all these gang members like puts them all and she knows their gangs yeah she's like she puts them they're in the community too they're kind of a sketchy family yeah okay okay yeah so where does it take place california la and you and you said it was like so it's like uh early 2000s okay yep Yep. i think 2006 is a good time frame okay basically yeah she just it like gets as much information as they can and they end up kind of getting the case reopened right Um, okay and then I won't say much more, but no, it's good. Good parts, Mike. I bet you will completely agree with this. But like, the good parts was like the MySpace stuff and how they like agree. showed that on screen. It's just kind of kind of like a throwback. Takes I like you, the blockbuster the nostal- movie, the nostalgia, yeah. or the blockbuster documentary we talked last, about like a few months last, ago. Last blockbuster, or whatever. Yeah, and then uh, I always like those true crime that like take place during like our childhood, and then they have to use the technology and they talk about it. It's always just super yeah. interesting to like yeah. look through that lens. But I hated like. The camera angles of like the the old woman, like where she's just like a lot of it is like this. Yeah, this. see this. Yeah, because it looks like the, the poster here is on YouTube. Yeah, it's like a uh, it's like a toy, like a stop. Yeah, they're like, is it stop motion? No, it's no. literally like a car, and she's like, "This is how it happened." Basically, like, yeah. There's, it's like a mock-up of like the toys? neighborhood, and the yeah, like, there's like toys, and she's like, "Well, the car was here," and then they have like a little guy that's like the shooter, and it's like a little he was uh, here figurine and she's like he was right here right just like it was so ridiculous looking and like there'd be like long like cut scenes of her like there'd be like uh, uh, the camera would be like next to like the car and they like make it look like she was like really huge and like she was just like just standing there <laughs> I, it was so weird like because this lady was like like yeah like you said they're, 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 they're a rough family but rough, but rough. overall i can see you guys you say go watch this yeah for the crew true crime and like it, it, it's nostalgia. It's, it's it's a good watch. I didn't really. Okay. It's I a crazy story. The overall. biggest thing I took away from it, I didn't realize MySpace had IM messaging. Same. I don't remember yeah, that at I'm all. I'm trying I don't to picture. Either. I'm trying. I don't even remember like the. Did you really? I was. You? On, we were on the tail end of MySpace. I feel like we had it for like a couple years, right? Like I, two I, years, three years. Yeah, tops. but 
And then it hit its plateau, like when Facebook released, like probably 2008, it was like, yeah. it's, it's over. Probably when Facebook Messenger became a thing, I bet MySpace tried it. Maybe that's when they were doing it. Because I agree. It, it looked like it was AOL and some Messenger. Yeah, I had no idea MySpace had that. Not idea. MySpace. Well, they, well, in later years, too, they probably came out with like an app and a different messaging yeah. stuff. Okay. And um, MySpace is technically like still a thing, I believe. I believe it's like Tom's still, still a running. Thing. I think it's still like a thing that like artists use. It's like for music, like yeah, musical right. artists. Yeah, in some capacity. I, I tried to pull up my profile one day, but it's gone. Oh, yeah, man. How fun was that? You like <laughs> update the backgrounds. I had like a Smallville background. And oh. it would like play whenever you get there. It'd be like somebody save me, like, so you could, like you could play like I had a playlist. I wish we could pull these up right now, dude. Me too. We, we'll try. I, I don't know. <laughs> Did I miss anything on that, Mike? I like no. You hit it pretty much on the head. I don't. Yeah, I can't really say what how it ended and all no, that. No, that's, that's enough for me to go watch it. We it, how how hard is it to sell a true crime thing to anybody? Yeah, um, to me, and it's an hour and a half. I like that a lot more than these three or four part bullshit things we've heard recently. Yeah, I exactly. mean. I will say this. It feels like Netflix is just throwing out anything. Yeah. Like, well, I, there hasn't been one that I'm like, man, watch. There's there's no making. They're trying to find their next making a murder, and they haven't found it. They're just throwing stuff at the wall. Well, guess what, though? Who can blame them? People just keep watching everything. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I watched the thing about Mormons recreating documents for <laughs> three hours. Like you, you talked about it. Is that one that you recommend anyone go watch? Because I, I haven't seen it. I mean, if it's. If you're bored like to tears there's so much stuff out there though so i no. just can't yeah no there's better there are better there's things. better things. we gotta start drawing lines in the sand sometimes have to and like here's the th here's the service that we're helping too like if you guys watch something i watch something that i'm like don't watch this i'm gonna tell you yeah. i think and i think it's like our duty to tell people that this being an hour and a half hour 20 minutes or whatever it is it's fine this alone just for the toy i want to see this lady play with these toys <laughs> and like like they were they were uh the cops were against us, and then like you see pictures of them all, and like he has gang tattoos, like the one guy that was in the car, and I'm yeah. like, this, uh, yeah, the lady that we're okay. talking about did a lot of meth, and yeah. she admits to it in the documentary, so I'm not like calling her out or anything. No, that's like, all right. Uh, so it's is weird. It's why did you kill me? It's on Netflix. Big thanks to Heaven Horror for the picture here. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you never know where I'm gonna grab these photos from. I always appreciate the help with it. Uh, Heaven Horror, and it's on Netflix. Why did you kill me? It's an hour and a half true crime. Go check it out. Next up, PC Mike's going to tell us about another show with an always sunny character. Under of next, he'll talk about like twins <laughs> with Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito. <laughs> uh, we got Myth Taxi. We got Taxi. <laughs> trying to think, uh, what else, like what D Char we in? Uh, Charlie's in. All oh, she's in the uh, the Mick. Oh, she's in the Mick. Show is and not Char bad either. Charlie's in Pacific Rim. Yeah. All right, you were talking about Mythic Quest on Apple TV+. Plus. Tell us about it. I just started it, watched one episode. Of course, um, I watched it because of uh, Rob. Rob McElhenney? Yeah. I would say it wrong, yeah, Something like that. It's, it's something very Rob close. McElhenney, I think. McElhenney. Thanks. That sounds right. <laughs> something like that. Uh, I always go for it. But no, it popped up on Apple Plus, or yeah, Apple TV+, Plus, and uh, the new season comes out in two weeks, so I figured I'd try it. It has pretty high ratings. Um, it's about... He, they have Mythic Quest, and it's a huge video game. Yep. So they're, like, working there, and it's kind of like a comedy. Cricket from Always Sunny is in there. <laughs> oh, great. I think that's why I clicked Sold. it, because I love Cricket. Oh, every episode of Cricket. Um, so great. But I, I just saw one. Okay, um, fair enough. Fair I think enough. I will finish the season. And then they came out with, like, a special. Yeah. They came out with a special, and then season two starts, like, May 7th, I want to say, something the, like that. The special was, like, an office party or something. Something like that. That just came out. Yeah, and okay. it, it's pretty – it started off pretty good. There's the two main characters. Um, 
and he's kind of an egomaniac so far in the first episode. Runs the company, right? Runs the company. It's his idea, and other people do it. Um, and, like, the first, here's the pilot episode. Like, she put in one thing that she wanted in the whole new game. And he's not and having he, it. And he redid, like, he made, it was a shovel. And, um, and he, his, he's he, got an ego. He's got an ego, so he turned it into a weapon. He's like, people are just going to draw dicks. And, like, in the <laughs> end, you see, like, somebody draw a huge And dick. he's pretty good in the show? Yeah, so far he is. Yeah. Watched, I've, I've watched one episode. Watched one so, episode. Have you think, seen it? No, I haven't. But I know this is, like, one of Apple TV's first it like was. shows, I'm pretty sure. It's been one of those things that, like, you just I kind keep, of, you just I didn't keep even, seeing it, like the poster. I didn't even know about it until, like, it was on the main screen. I've been seeing the poster. I'll be honest. I've been seeing the poster since, Andy, like, since you're talking about. It's probably been at least a year. Probably, like, at, like yeah. coming up on one year. Because it's on season two, mm-hmm. so it's been around. And, and I, I figured if they're going to have a season two, yeah, it must be going well. well. Yeah. Watch it. Well, and then, like, gosh, let's just let's just give some uh, kudos to Apple TV where you can. Like, yeah. they can't. I mean, they, that Palmer movie with Justin Timberlake was amazing. I see that. So you guys, yeah, absolutely, you have to go see it. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso's I, awesome. That's a must watch. Must watch. Um, this has got my. I'll try eye this. Out. Okay, I'll try it. I'll, Wait, I'll let you know how it goes. Keep us posted. Yeah. All right, one more. Uh, and that was from that image from the Washington Post. Last up, Barry on HBO Max. I'm going to give it up because we watched the whole thing this weekend. Yeah, love Barry. Two seasons. It's an easy watch. Well, for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yep. just kidding. It's it a was. mid-afternoon. It was a Saturday. It was a Sunday. That wasn't Barry nice. <laughs> <laughs> what, giving you props for your binge abilities? I'm just kidding. You've been punny lately. Like, real punny. Oh, I, real love, punny. I love puns. And I feel like the more we do this pod, it's just going to get worse. So, but if, you, what, if you don't like dad jokes, you're going to hate this pod probably. <laughs> is, it, is Barry eight episodes or ten? So, Barry, the season two was eight. Okay. Check season one for me. It was like eight one. or ten. And uh, here's the premise. If you've never seen it, this will be spoiler free. because It's I, eight. It's eight. So, eight and eight. Season one, season two, eight episodes. I think they come in around 50 minutes. 45 it's like it's like not an hour but it's not a quick 25 it's like definitely in between it's maybe around 40 minutes and the premise is hitman barry played by bill Hader, of course like from saturday night live he was also in that movie with lebron james and amy schumer oh man you remember what it's called that lebron james movie with amy schumer uh train wreck train wreck he's in that just in case you don't know who Bill Hader is, I definitely do. I've loved oh, him yeah. as Stefan on SNL. It's like <laughs> one of my favorite characters of all time. Like the next hottest club in Chicago, if you're looking for it, it's got everything. <laughs> it's twenty. It. it says twenty six to thirty five minutes runtime. Okay, so it is a little, a little quicker short. than I yeah. thought. But I think that is a good sign that I think it's longer because it's one of those shows that you don't really want it to end. You're mm-hmm. always like, I hope there's more. And he, this guy ends up wanting to be an actor in L.A., but he's a hitman. He's literally like an ex-military, spent some time in Afghanistan, and he like hires pe- he kills bad people for hire. So it's kind of like a Dexter-type show, but totally different kind of angle from it. Like He's living amongst people in L.A. He wants to be an actor. He wants people to see him, you know, where Dexter is more like hide behind the scenes, blend in. Um and it's really ask getting me to ask some like fundamental questions of like, man, sometimes you really are sympathizing with this guy, and you're like, I mean, he's a killer at the end of the day. So that's the show. I yeah. definitely recommend it. So fun. It's on HBO Max. Go watch it. You've seen it. Peace yes, I mean, awesome. One of the best secondary characters in TV right now, Noho Hank, who plays um, Victor Zaz in oh, Gotham. Yes, oh, he plays yeah. Zaz in Gotham. Yeah, he, he's great in this. Hilarious, bald. 
yes. bald guy. Bald yeah. guy doesn't have any like any eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like sh- they're like shooting at him. He's like, my guys are so bad. My guys are so bad, Barry. <laughs> and like at one point, I'll keep it like spoiler free, but like someone's pointing a gun at him, and he gets he's like he like he's real tough, and then it gets obvious. Oh my gosh, that was so scary. That was so scary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's so good. He's so good. Hilarious. Uh, and also, who else is in this? Uh, who played the Fonz? Who's the Fonz? Uh, Henry Winkler. Yeah. Uh, Henry Winkler. He's a big role in this. He plays the teacher of the acting class. Yeah. Monroe uh, Fuchs. Is that how they say his name in here? Fuchs. Fuchs. Uh, he's one of those actors you see all the time. He's in Dodgeball. He's in Dodgeball. He played one of the. He played the vampire in True Blood that uh, Sookie's brother like locked in a basement. Yeah. You might remember. Um, I, yeah, he's in all sorts of stuff. He, yeah, he was in the, uh, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, he's in Office Space, too. Yeah. Have you seen my tapeworm? He's that guy. What about the main girl in this? Doesn't he have, he has like a love interest? Sally. I remember. Her Sally name's a big. Her name's Sally actor. in the show, but I don't know her from anything okay. else. Yeah. I, I was trying to, I, I like, I'm seeing her face and I'm like, I can't think of what else she's in. Well, and that's like, man, that you got a lot of like new people in this show, new actors anyway, at least to me. And they play these other actors that he's intermingling with. And man, it is such an interesting show. It's really about this like psychology of like, maybe like a lot of people in LA, but they show you stereotypes, but then they like show them breaking the stereotypes and just show how all these characters intermingle. And like, it's a very much when is someone going to find out everything that's going on type show. Definitely recommend it. All right, go check out Barry. Uh, that was our What You Watch, and let us know what you're watching. Like I said, we're trying to get more fans mixed in. Uh, today was all about Barry, Mythic Quest, Mythic Quest, and Why Did You Kill Me? With that, let's get into... Actually, let's take a quick break. Whenever we come back, we're going to get into the meat. MCU City, talking about Thor Ragnarok and the Falcon the Winter Soldier, Episode 5, the episode before next week's season finale. Stick around. We'll be right back. You've heard others... But nothing could prepare you for the shameful stupidity that is the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Here, Imran. So if you offend everyone at once, it all it's a wash. I've covered everybody. Anthony. Sorry, I was texting. Say that again. And Rug Boy. Yeah, whenever there's a snowstorm, my slack hole tightens up. As they talk over one another. Just exactly uh, the same as, as, as Ter- Terminator. We're talking over each other. It's fine. Sorry. Swear. I had boobies. And ask you for money. Just give us the money. Witness the hubris as they claim to be the world's authority on comic book movies. Who said Never said that. You've never said that. Who cares? A jock said that. Comic book, TV, movie, reviews, news, and whatever they choose. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. It can't be silly, goofy fun. Seriously, people really listen to this. Uh, Jock and Nerd. The Meat. Welcome back from the break. Logan here, mostly superheroes, a PC Mike, and the Giggler. It is time for The Meat. It's what you came for. It's why you showed up. It's why I showed up. No doubt. MCU City right now. New stuff coming out all year. We're revisiting the old stuff with the new stuff, and we have a whole MCU library to prove it. All of our our reviews cut up, put in order, release order, mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash slash MCU. If you're listening to this show and you haven't been to that page, what the hell are you doing? Who's it for? You if, already, you guys, if not you guys. It's so clean, too. You already know my thoughts. I won't repeat my... <laughs> yeah, we got, An- we got Andy having unsaid 
mentionable. Well, <laughs> so you said, you said the show gives you essentially wet dreams. Oh, yeah. I understand what you this mean. page is beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, but also, we're big nerds. So go check yeah. it out. If you're here for the rest of it, not the Mostly stuff, there's still plenty for you at MostlySuperheroes.com. And today, we have a couple titles. We're going to definitely be focusing on The Falcon and the Winter Soldier here in a minute. Episode 5, one episode to go. Phase 4 of the MCU happening right here in front of our eyes. This week, in our MCU rewatch, taking place after Age of Ultron and before Black Panther, leading us right into Infinity War, it is the 17th MCU title. It is by far the best Thor. The music, the comedy, the action, the characters, it is truly my favorite movie, at least at the moment. I'm, ne I'm a never-say-never guy, so who knows. For now, though, I can comfortably say, let's give it up right now, this banger of a film, Thor Ragnarok. It came out November 3rd, 2017, just months after Guardians 2 and Spider-Man Homecoming. So we had three Marvel movies that year. And now look, though. I say yeah, that. It's yeah, like, now it's like, oh, just three? Yeah, three. That's weak. <laughs> no, it was awesome. It was an awesome year. It had a budget of $180 million. Pretty close to Guardians. I think it was like 185 And the box office for Thor Ragnarok was $184 million, also very comparatively to Guardians of the Galaxy. The only thing is Marvel did three of these in one year and killed on all of them. Made around 400 to $600 million a piece on these movies that year. So, yeah, they're doing okay. What a surprise. What a surprise. No wonder they're doing this forever now. <laughs> Before we keep going and do our very quick recap connections, in credit scenes, and all that fun stuff, let's get some gut checks. Giggler, I know you've obviously seen it, so let's start with you. How do you feel overall about Thor Ragnarok? I, I'm i not going to say it's my favorite, but it's it's top five. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Oh my god! That I was, just I just kick you right out. That was way more aggressive than I expected. I'm like, if you're not talking good about the movie, I'm not being nice anymore. Get out of here! No, just, I'm just kidding. I get it. So top five, you said top five of oh, M damn. MCU. Okay, I, okay. I don't That's know. fair. I can't say, can't say top five ever, but yeah, I mean, the it's, MCU it's is a, this is so this movie's so good all around, top and to bottom. It's kind of like Spider Man last week, where I said you can just literally turn it on at any point and have a good laugh. There's a lot of good action. It looks good. It sounds good. Agreed. Just look at this. Look I at mean, this poster. Great. Yeah, I love. Yeah, got a great poster here. Den of Geek, man. They. Uh, I feel like it's. I'm starting to see the patterns of who we go to a lot. Den of Geek always has the best posters. That's yeah. sweet. Yeah. Give it up for them. Um, PC Mike, you watched it. I did watch it. Yeah. Oh, you are, man. You're watching some MC stuff. I love it. It was uh, great. Yeah, tell, it, was it really a, was entertaining. Was it your first time? Second. Okay. But it's been a long time. You had a good time? I did, and I think this movie finally found like what Thor needed to be. Oh my gosh, right? You know what I mean? Like, yes. It's like they a... found like in the first couple he's too serious. Yeah. And then this one they kind of change it and it's more silly when he needs to be and comedic and I think it was I found think they found their groove with this one. Yeah, I totally agree. It's like wow. Chris Hemsworth is showing up now. Like mm -hmm. not to say he wasn't. It was like this this character's always he... been good. It's always been fun, but now it's like now you like can't look away. He's cracking you up. Not a dig at your favorite. No, go ahead. But got to be honest. Very in the beginning, he's like Superman, just hard to like even care about. Yeah. But now he like has more of a personality and stuff like that. I've talked about this on the show before. I actually appreciated that because I don't know. I guess that's just the boring side of the nerd of me, where I'm like, you know, that's how Thor would talk. Mm -hmm. Like that's how they would all would talk. Like they have like that language. But this is two years after we've seen Thor. 
So like I also feel like they do like Marvel like it justifies it. I'm like yeah. you know what? It's not just a whole new character. This is a guy that's been through some stuff. He's lived on Earth for a while, but I'm glad to hear you had a good time. PC yep. Mike for sure. Okay, Giggler. We just talked about this during the break. You got the timer ready. Yeah. We're going to do a quick recap. I just told PC Mike, I'm not using Wikipedia on this one. I know it too well. Did it myself, and I think it's going to be around three minutes, but I told you this. This is going to be the last time you time it. I think we've got it pretty locked in. Just tell me when to go. Well, I appreciate actually, you doing it. Actually, it's, it's, it's just to hold us accountable and make sure we're not wasting these folks' time like we are right now. Yeah, I accidentally started it like five minutes ago, thinking when you first started talking about it. <laughs> and then I like started, I had it up here and we're at like, like minute seven. You could see it, you could see it counting down. I was like, Logan's going to be nervous. I'll, I'll like hide it over here. No, that was just the opening remarks. I know, that I was know. opening remarks. Get us pumped up, jazzed up, Thor Ragnarok. All right, let's do this thing uh, right now. Spoiler alert for the movie. If you don't want to know what happens in this one, you're going to want to come back and see us after you've seen it. In the third Thor film, making his sixth appearance in the MCU, Chris Hemsworth is back with a new, funnier vibe as Thor, God of Thunder. And this when he finds out Loki, played by Tom Hiddleston. He's alive, pretending to be Odin, played by Anthony Hopkins. This is the end of Thor the Dark World, if you're wondering. So the real Odin, we find out he is on Earth, where Loki took him, and we got some help from Doctor Strange, who's in this, who's in this movie, played by Benedict Cumberbatch. This is the end credit scene of Doctor Strange, when he's talking with Thor. This is the exact scene. It's in the movie. So Odin dies in Norway, and dying actually releases Hela. Hela? Who the hell is this? Who the hell is Hela? She, he, she is the actual firstborn of Odin, played by Kate Blanchett. And she was locked away because she's too evil, she's too powerful, and she gets all of her power from, from Asgard, a place we've been many times at this point in the MCU. Thor and Loki lose the initial fight with Hela, fall through space, and end up on a planet called Sakaar, a place run, ran by the Grandmaster, played by Jeff Goldblum, who runs the Contest of Champions. Not to be confused with the Tournament of Champions <laughs> by Guy Fieri. And to get home and beat Hela, Thor must fight and beat the current champion, who turns out to be none other than our big green guy that's been missing for two years since the end of Avengers Age of Ultron. That's right, Bruce Banner. But actually, in this movie, he is the Incredible Hulk and has been the Hulk for two years. So he turned into the Hulk in Age of Ultron. He has not been Bruce <laughs> Banner for two years. Thor and Bruce team up with Valkyrie, played by Tessa Thompson, a drunk Asgardian warrior who lost a lover to Hela thousands of years ago. These three, plus Loki, plus Heimdall, played by the great Idris Elba, take on Hela and a giant wolf back on Asgard. And even though a hammerless Thor upgrades his thunder powers and smokes her with a giant lightning bolt, they still lose and decide to let loose Surtur, this was the giant fire being from the very beginning of the movie, to take out his giant sword, destroy Asgard, save all of the people, while Samuel simultaneously making them refugees from their own planet. They're now going to be like, where do we go from here? Asgard is gone. It's the one with ships, blasters, Jeff Goldblum, Stanley giving Thor a haircut, Hulk's bare ass, an incredible score by Mark Mothersbaugh, paired with a fantastic soundtrack, and it works so well with the movie. It's the one where Thor has fun, and holy shit, so do I. That's Thor Ragnarok. How's that? 244. Yes! Hell yes! Absolutely beautiful. I thought it was in my head. I was like, we're at like eight minutes. No, good. <laughs> um, I have some top moments. want to hear your guys' top moments. I absolutely love Jeff Goldblum in this movie. Oh, he's great. 
hilarious. Yeah. Um, every scene. Uh, but I'd have to say my favorite one is whenever he has the melting stick and that guy, <laughs> and he goes, you're pardoned from life. <laughs> and melts him down. And it starts coming to a shoe. <laughs> and Chris uh. Thorne is next to him and he goes, oh my God. <laughs> and he's like, oh, he's like, wasn't his foot there? He's like, oh, it's going to get on my shoe. He goes, it's oh, sticky. Ooh, ooh, it's coming. And <laughs> Thor goes, the smell. And Jeff Goldblum goes, What's it smell like? <laughs> she, the, the girl, she's great too. I don't have her name, but she's like the bodyguard. She's like, it smells like toast. <laughs> um, I mean, Doctor Strange and Thor is just a great interaction. A lot of fun to see them. Him dragging him like all over the place. They mm-hmm. keep teleporting. Loki falls for 30 minutes. <laughs> I love that. Hilarious. Thor versus, versus Hulk, obviously. Awesome. I mean, the fight scene, unbelievable. Like, like I said, Marvel always does this, the big payoffs. I mean, this was a fight to the very end until the uh, Grandmaster cut it off. Thor loses his eye in this. I remember being just legit shocked at that scene. Like, oh, my God, she just took his eye out. And uh, I love all the stuff with Thor, like, getting his thunder powers. I love all that. Just, like, him talking to his dad kind of in the afterlife, having, like, those moments of, like, his eyes turning crazy. So cool, so fun. I'll give my rating here in a minute. Let's go to you, Giggler, first. Any top moments, overall things, anything I'm missing here um, that you love from the film? Yes, every single line or scene from with Korg. Yep, hundred percent. Oh my god, how could I forget? I, I was waiting for the for the claps on that. I knew he was gonna get it. I was, I I was chugging my water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gotta Korg. stay hydrated. Korg, man. Every single thing he said was so good, and that's you can tell the actor's name, right? It's uh, it's the guy from like Flight of the Concords, isn't it? No, it's, ta- it's that's Taika Waititi. Yeah. That's Taika Waititi, the, director, YTG, yeah. the yeah. director. Oh yes. my gosh, I didn't. That's know that. that's one of my favorite like Easter eggs, or not, that's not an Easter egg, but yeah, you know what I mean. He's fantastic, so so cool. Um, and then basically every scene like of dialogue between Thor and Hulk. Yes, just hilarious. Like hanging out, Hulk is hilarious. Like being like a pouty, big, dumb idiot is. What what Hulk was for? Like, like, I just get so angry all the yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> it's like he's you could tell he's like used to being Hulk now mm. and not Bruce. So, but it's good obviously that he gets out of that. Um, what else am I missing? What'd you have, Mike? Go ahead. We can we, we do round table here. He's like I'm big I'm big fire and you're like you're like water. <laughs> like I'm strongest Avenger. <laughs> he's like no we're we're we're, we're both, both fi- like fire. He's like yeah you're like more like smoldering. <laughs> I'm raging. Korg, <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, I had pulled up. Uh, Matt Damon. Oh, my gosh. Matt that. Damon, and I don't know. I don't the, know who the other there's actor There's another. It's one of the actors that plays Odin is the. Oh, it's Sam Neill. From Jurassic Park. Yeah. But who is. Who plays Thor? Thor. I'll look. All right. So this is easily one of the best parts of the movie. Thor comes back to Asgard, and Loki as Odin is having a play done for him basically of thor the dark world the end of it with the same music ridiculous oh it's luke hemsworth luke hemsworth yeah oh Oh. man they made him look so brother thor's brother yeah that's really good love it pc mike giggler anything else um just trying to think i'm I'm thinking too i'm like i don't like again every movie that loki and thor are in together like just just one of the best storylines of like all of MCU, I think. Yeah, the brother overall. component of this yeah. story is so fun, and I really love how the writing really did take it away that you thought was going to be 
similar and they turned the tables on you yep. and Thor knew that was great. At the end with Korg when he's holding that, I forget even what it was, and they're like, Hey Korg, what are you doing over there? He's like, Well, I accidentally stepped on it and it it's dead and I just kinda wanted to carry it around. <laughs> and then it starts like moving again. He's like, Oh, it's alive. It's alive. Yeah, I like I like at that part it's at the end whenever uh, Asgard explodes. Uh, it's like it's getting ready to explode. The guy has the sword in it and Korg's like the foundations are okay. This will be a place for all creatures, a haven for everyone to come to from across the galaxy. And it'll be a place of rebirth. And then it just explodes. Uh, the foundations are gone. He reminds me so much of Drax, too. Oh, yeah. Like him and Drax. Just, just dry. Yeah. And cool that you get to see them again. Just keep that spoiler free. But you do get to see Cork and that little bug guy again at some point. <laughs> Oh, he's alive. <laughs> so cool. Uh, love Tessa Thompson in this film. Her role of Valkyrie, I love. I love that she's just like a drunk. <laughs> she's yeah. chugging alcohol all the time. Uh, and I love it. Like at the end, she's like, all right, I'll help you. And Thor's like, oh, good. I, I wanted you to stop drinking. She's like, oh, I'm not going to stop drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to help you out. Bruce, uh, Mark Ruffalo, he's great in this. I thought they did a good job of having like the mixed bag. You know, he, got, he actually got to like fly a spaceship. So that was kind of cool. Hell, it was a pretty good bad guy. I like mm-hmm. the, I like the bad guy in this. Yeah, that's a good point. Like she really does go in there and just like massacres everybody. Yeah, she was good. Yeah, she's badass, and like I thought she was. She made me hate. I like hated the character. So I was like, that means you're doing your job well. And a good quick little backstory too in here. Yeah, they they just they just drop it in on you, yeah. and right. it's because since Anthony Hopkins says it, you're like, I believe it. Mm-hmm. You got a sister, it. duh. Yeah, you have a, you have an older sister you never knew about, and her, I love how like the ceiling was just covering up the old ceiling, so then like it could help <laughs> us learn what happened. Yeah, um, we didn't mention it, but uh, Billy Butcher is in this movie. God, I uh, I, Carl Urban throws me off every time I see it. Carl like, Urban, what? he's playing the. I mean, he turns out he's at the beginning of the movie. He's hilarious. He's trying to flirt with those. He's showing off to those girls. Yeah, and he's like, "Look, my stuff," and he just has all that stuff. He has the machine guns. The executioner, he's called. He's the executioner in this movie. He looks funny. All of Thor's friends get killed immediately. Yeah. That was kind of messed up. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, he lost a lot of people in this movie. It was almost like they killed those friends just like they killed, like, old Thor. They're like, we're done with that. Yeah, this isn't working anymore. (laughs) Zachary Levi, though, he came back. He was in it. He played Mm -hmm. that guy again. All right, pretty good. Um, let's talk about ratings. Uh, PC Mike, you want to rate this thing? Yeah, I'm going to go 3.45. Wow. Nice. Wow. Oh, I like the – hey, I did I did it too. Did you? Yeah. I did the decimals too. Uh, Giggler? Got to find it. Hold on. No, go, go ahead. I have this tracked in my notes. I can go first if you want. 3.6. Ooh, okay. All right. 3. 3.45. 3.6. You guys know it's my favorite movie. Are you going to go over four? <laughs> 3.91. Ooh. I like how you did it. Yeah, because I'm not like, I haven't experienced everything yet. Yeah, it's not perfect. And Yeah, like there's room for, there's room for something. And it's like just that .09 yeah. decimal. And yeah, I'll leave it there. And here's the thing I'm learning too. Even as I rewatch stuff, You're I'm, I'm learning more about myself like oh man I, this is how i really feel about even like stuff like justice league like who knows how i feel about snyder cut we watch it again in five years so i'd like to leave that room for something bigger so good absolutely recommend it let's go ahead and talk about some connections as we wrap up thor ragnarok um in credit scenes number one 
is enter Thanos on his big ship. Yes. And they just leave you with that. And I just, I was beside myself. I mean, I was in theaters. It was like, holy shit, here we go. This is everything we've been waiting for. Um, this is the movie that walks you right into that. And number two in credit scene was the Grand Master, Jeff Goldblum, at the end. He's like, comes out of that ship and he's like, great revolution, everybody. He's like, pat, pat on the back all around. He's like, even me can't, can't have a revolution without somebody to revolt against. <laughs> love that. He's so great. He I'd love to see him again. I think I've heard that he's in the What If series, the animated show. Oh, cool. I believe he's done some stuff with uh, like Robert Downey Jr. These are some voices to look forward to in that show this summer. Uh, MCU connections to be aware of. Thor and Thor the Dark World are the prequels to this movie. Yeah, you should watch them. Must watches, I would say. Avengers Age of Ultron and the original Avengers film. I would say those are nice-to-haves. Like, you don't have to watch those to see this movie, but this movie does like sort of talk about Age of Ultron. Like, where has the Hulk been? Oh, it's been two years. So it does kind of give you a little help, but not required. I say Infinity War and Endgame. Hell yes. Doctor Strange movies would be nice, not required. He's in the movie, so yeah, obviously it's going to help you if you watch this, but not required. Guardians of the Galaxy would be nice simply because Xandar is mentioned at one point. Um, and then Phase 4 stuff that you can keep an eye out from Thor Ragnarok perspective. Loki? Hell yes. Um, even though this is like our original timeline Loki and the show is about a different version, I mean, you, you still see where this character ends up after a life. So there's just certain things that you could take away watching this character. And there's some really cool lines from Thor to his brother in this movie that might be like a payoff from the TV show later on. So I would say absolutely yes. Thor Love and Thunder, must watch, obviously. The Eternals, I would say maybe. The only reason I say maybe is because the tournament, or I say the tournament of champions, the <laughs> contest of champions that Jeff Goldblum puts on, the Grandmaster, if you look on the building when he's coming up, there's like four big faces. I'm not a big enough nerd to know exactly who they all are, but I know like Beta Ray Bill looks like it's one of them. He's a big Marvel bad guy. And these are like the best of the best, some of the most powerful beings in the universe. I don't know if it's going to play any connection at all, but interesting. it'd be cool. And then Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, for sure, you have to watch because it's basically Thor, Love, and Thunder is going to be basically Guardians, like 2.5. Mm -hmm. All right. Lastly, as we wrap it up, the Marvel calendar, I like to always see what's coming up after our movies. We got Black Panther next. We'll be talking about that next week. We've already done Avengers Infinity War, but for your sake, that's the movie that comes next. And then you have Ant-Man and the Wasp, and we're getting into these... We're going to have Captain Marvel after that, and then Endgame. You excited for Captain Marvel again? I am so excited to talk about that movie, because it's you're, never happened. Uh, gonna, we haven't done it. You're going to watch it again, and I bet you enjoy it more than you thought. You I bet think. I do, I too. I bet you do, too. I be, and I bet I do, too, but here's the thing, though. I'll always tell the truth. Remember, remember Iron Man 3? Yeah, I you do. did. You, went, you actually went back. I went backwards and thought, like, shit, this is bad. Yeah. But Possible. I think Captain Marvel is a good movie. I really think I just have a problem with the character, so we'll see. She's bland. She is. I just wonder about Brie. I watched like an hour of it last night. Guess what? It's on TV again. I don't <laughs> just watch randomly. Oh, really? See, like, and I would though, because it's fun. Plus, you get a young Nick Fury, yeah. young Nick, uh, young young Agent Coulson. There's a lot of stuff to love. We'll see. Yep. A lot of stuff to love, except the movie, <laughs> except the main character. Yeah, I think. All right, let's move it into Phase 4. It's 2021. Phase 4 is here. There's new stuff coming out all year. We'll visit the calendar before we wrap up today. Let's give a spoiler alert right now. 
just as a reminder, this is the 25th title in the MCU, Phase 4, and this is Episode 5. Uh, so we always like to set it up before we kick it off. So just last week, kind of recap, um, the big thing was Captain America murdered a man in the middle of the street with a shield. Not a big deal. <laughs> and this is the episode right after that. And holy shit, I'm so excited to talk about this with you guys and talk about, I mean, if you guys want, we should just get right into it. Yeah, let's do it. All right, first scene <clears throat> is exactly what the Giggler called a two-on-one handicap match. <laughs> yes. Immediately. Which, of course, I think it was, you called it, but like, well done. This is unbelievable, this fight scene. Part of it even reminded me of a wrestling match because when they all collided in, a, in air in the middle of it and like they yeah. all were like laying and it just reminded me of like a Royal Rumble moment when everyone's like catching their breath and just like, uh, everyone. That, that was ev- like my biggest complaint about the fight scene. Like everyone gets their move. Everyone yeah. gets to get yep. their move in. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like that, but that was, that last part was like my least favorite part of the whole scene. Like I thought he was going to punch him or something, but then they just, even Carrie said it right when they hit the ground, she goes, I guess they all hit each other. I like, yeah, I guess they all hit each other and they're just down on the ground but up to that point though that fight scene was so fun to watch i don't know if you heard the music i mean it was the same music from civil war during the fight scene between really? Cap, iron man and winter soldier whoa yeah it was like they were mixing that into like this different score nice and and um i just thought it was so cool a lot of heaviness is like what's going to happen here i mean they break his arm to get that shield off mm-hmm. all right broken wings Broken wings. He rips them just right off. Yeah, that was badass. And then the fight ends. Bucky picks up the shield, throws it at Sam, just basically saying, like, take this thing. Should have just kept it in the first place. Look what, yeah, look at all this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, J- John Walker was two seconds away from chopping Sam's head off with the shield. Yeah. Well, you before. mean whenever he, yeah. like, yelled, in, I in, am Captain yeah. America. Bucky with the save. Oh my gosh, he was about to just murder him. The music was so intense. I was like, I was legit like nervous, even this uh, second yeah. time through. Um, rips those wings. We'll talk about Cap in a minute. All right, so Sam takes the shield, leaves the wings behind. Did you guys think for a minute? What, what were you thinking during that scene when he leaves the wings behind? That that Joaquin is going to be the next Falcon. Yeah, and now I've now I've started to see things trickle into my feed about like this other Falcon type character. He's going to be the new Falcon because we Pro- think like probably right, probably not like this week. Maybe it maybe in a season two or down the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot. I'll get into that later. I have some more predictions that like long term. Not, <laughs> not yet. And I don't think because there's so much that still has to be resolved in this last episode. Yeah, I haven't seen runtime on it yet, but. They need more time than that to get. Yeah, it's not going to be that. And I, I've already seen the speculation about season two. I'm not going to. I'll just. I've seen that too. It's like yeah. there's too much stuff. Stuff there's, already circulating. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. Who knows? Maybe a new Falcon. But either way, he's like, I'm taking the shield. He goes back home. Before we get there, Sam does give Zemo over to the Dora Milaje in a very intense scene, where he was like, I'm going to kill you, but then I didn't kill you. He like drops the bullets oh. very dramatically. Yeah. Bucky, you Bucky. What I say? You Sam, said Sam. Sorry, I was stuck on Sam for a minute. I, no, which I good. my focus is on Sam for right now because this this episode Sam heavy. He killed it this episode. That's we'll say that's that. that's a well that's yeah just a high level. This is an episode about Sam. This is an episode about race. This is an episode about a hero's journey. Yeah, and like American history. Like there's a lot happening in this one, mm-hmm. but yes, Bucky, he hands over Zemo. 
the door melage. That's cool. Do you have any thoughts on that scene, PC Mike? What do you think about Zemo and his exit since you were you like, oh, there goes Huey. <laughs> there goes Huey. <laughs> I thought it was a good I thought it was it tied up an end that kind of bugged me about, hey, we're just having Zemo just kind of hang out with us for this time. Yeah, it's time to go back to jail. Yeah, it's like it's a little closure there. I have a lot of issues with this episode, but that was not one of them. Okay, I can't wait to hear. We'll just jump in when it's time. I mean, we'll get there. We'll get okay, there. Okay, okay. Um, I will say this. They mentioned that they're taking him to the raft. You remember the raft? Uh-huh. That was the underwater prison in Civil War. I'm wondering who's in there now. Oh, good question. I don't know. I went down a rabbit hole earlier saying that like there could be a play for a group of superhero bad guys called like the Thunderbolts. I think that's a thing, right? And it's like a thing in the comics. But and I think it's like... Are they setting that up, you think? Oh, that was, yeah, this is a theory I saw, like, yeah. coming, like, just being circulated. Yeah. There's no confirmations of this. No confirmations, but, but I saw the same thing. But you get that general that runs the raft, the general that was in it's Incredible like, Hulk. Yep. and uh, It's Marvel's Suicide Squad. That's what, yes, exactly. He's got bad guys and cells. Put them to work. Hmm. I, maybe. who knows? Oh, no. Hey, keep these, these are all just maybes. These are all just, like, cool ideas. Because, I mean, like you said, you're talking about season two. I think about things in the... Forever MCU. Like, yeah. I think about things that will come out 10 years yeah. from now. You haven't even said the word power broker yet, and we're halfway through the recap. And that's like the biggest yeah. question of the season. <laughs> and it's, well, it's not even mentioned <laughs> in this episode, right? Well, I mean, we have some speculation. Yeah. I mean, she, all right, so let's move through. So John Walker, let's talk about him for a minute. So he goes to this hearing. That was a great scene. Unbelievable scene. Stripped of his badges, stripped of his record, and stripped of his benefits. Yeah. Like, you're broke now? Yeah. What was it, like one step below dishonorable discharge? Yeah, they gave him a break. Not that. honorable discharge, like in the middle, basically. This scene was crazy because, you know, you, you, this is where I tried to play a, a little bit of PC Mike's game of, like, you know, putting myself in this guy's shoes, too, a little bit. And he, he's like, I, I became exactly what you wanted me to be. You made me. You made me. I did this, and now you were turning your back on me. Because it got publicized. Yep. All right, so he storms out. They say, bring me that shield back. You guys ready to talk about this cameo? Oh, yeah. Someone, someone's going to have to say the name for me because I always butcher it. Julia Louis-Dreyfus? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying the name of the girl that she plays. That's even longer. Oh, yeah. I uh, I did write that down, actually. <laughs> oh, no, I meant to. I meant to. Can you help us out? It's long. She goes by Con- Val. Contessa Valerie. Oh, I got to miss it. See if you can do it from memory, but we'll... no, Mike's Della no. Fontenegro. That sounds very close. Okay, go ahead. Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. I'm going to get out of the way. I don't know anything about this name. It's not a character to me. I'm not like a diehard Marvel Comics fan. So it means literally nothing to me. Otherwise, I just think that this, she's a she's a bad guy. She appears that way. It appears that she's a bad guy. She's definitely, like, it's just like she has all this information. Like, she knows that he took the serum. I, I mean, she could She be, said it made you very valuable. Yeah. I, she could be affiliated with the power broker. That's right. That's I think that's the most likely um, outcome. But obviously, I think she's going to be a pretty big thing in this in the MCU going forward. Yes. Like usually, they don't have people like that play just one-off things. So well, and she's already set herself up. Well, they've set her up as like this behind-the-scenes powerful and villain. She was supposed to appear in Black Widow. I'm not sure that was. See, this is why I wasn't sure about how this was framed. Because Interesting. That was supposed to be the first time we saw her, so I don't know if she's still in it, and but we just haven't seen her yet. Right. So like maybe we were already supposed to have seen her 
in some capacity at this point. So, how funny to think about all these delays and how, yeah. and how like they've already changed up a lot of the writing. I do have something to say about the storyline of this show that I heard on Jock and Nerd that will flush out something that was removed that I think would have cleared some stuff up. So we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, I'm on her character biography for yeah. the, and it's, I mean, it's, she's basically can be good or bad. Yeah. She's like a double well, agent. Well, let's she just be a double super agent. Spy. And this is why yeah. I always like to look through the lens of like, well, what did we see in the episode? All right. She says, you're going to answer when I call. She also says, like, little dirty secret, that shield doesn't really belong to the government. I've always said that. I'm like, mm-hmm. that doesn't belong. I was like, it was made with Wakanda vibranium for Captain America. Yep. It's Steve Rogers' shield. Yes. But I guess the government paid for it. Is what... But Tony, didn't didn't Tony's dad make it for him? Was Tony's dad selling stuff to the government? I, or... or did he just make it on his own? And, you know, it's because she says it doesn't. Either way, she's just she's just dropping tidbits of, like, hey, none of this is what you think it is. You know, they would have loved for you to kill these folks behind closed doors, mm-hmm. what she says. So which she, is true. Which is totally true. They'd have been like, thank you. Yes. Just don't tell anybody. I mean, this is a this isn't a PG TV show. And anymore. it's like super deep, I feel like. Yeah. It's, That's just overall like the the mind F that I've had with myself about like why like agree like I actually during that the like the handicap match between the three of them, like I still felt like Kind you're of feeling, bad for him. You're feeling for, yeah, for John Walker. Like I, I'm like, why do I feel this way? But you know, it's probably because we're like millennials too. So you start to, I feel like we're like the and, same age as him a little bit. He's just a little bit older. Yeah. Like Captain America was literally like out of this time. Yeah. I mean, but I don't know. I hear, I hear you. Like it really makes you think. You're like, whose side are you on here? Like, how did you feel whenever he like, got, like they took his stuff away? You're like, I kind of felt bad too. I felt yeah. like there was no dialogue. It was just like, no, you're done. And Carrie said it too. She goes, "Well, good job. You just made that super soldier super angry." Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, but I don't think they knew that he had taken it. That no, they don't. Yeah, no, they, they don't know. Because that's what Val said. They uh, were like, I don't know. She's they, like, she's like, I know that you took it, but yeah. no one else does. Yeah, because they were like, "Give us back the shield." Like he does. He, he, they don't even know that he doesn't have it. So he I has don't no think, idea. And I, I don't think Sam and Bucky didn't like notify the government of that fight happening. So. No. I, they they could probably are keeping that all on the DL too. It's yeah. kind of like she said, like if they if they didn't know that you did this, you'd be fine. Yes, but now they do, so they got to make a big public statement about what they did to you to look better in the light. And she said, second best decision you ever made was taking that serum. First one will be when I call you. Yeah. All right, let's move it down the line. Uh, okay, so he goes to see Lamar's family too. We'll get that scene, and then we'll talk about when we see him again in the episode. All right, Carly and the Flag Smashers. We don't get a ton of them in this episode. It's basically, it's time. Like, it's time for the big plan. Um, it looks like they're walking in on another safe house that's been dismantled, destroyed, and they say we're going to uh, attack the GRC, that Global Rebuilding Council. They're basically the World Council now. They're basically like the UN at this point. And there's this vote happening on moving 20 million refugees out of the country and how to do it. I mean, this is crazy. Yeah, it's a very political. Like, this is an insane topic to be just like. It's like, oh my gosh, very okay. political, very timely. Episode. Like, what yeah. a time of like refugees. I also like we just talked about Thor Ragnarok. I was like, are these the, the Thor, the the Asgardians? <laughs> <laughs> but no, they're in Norway. So I I assume. I, who that, are they talking about? There's 20 million refugees. Like these are people that are just, displaced from countries. Yeah, because just, of the blip. That were just negatively affected, like came back and didn't have a, a, place, a place to go. A place to go. Yeah. They don't have a home because someone else is like in it or it's not there. Yeah. Okay. 
And you hear the government politicians, you hear like all sides of it, of like, hey, we got to talk about the optics. And he says the optics or whatever, we show him, show everybody. I mean, that's 2021, this stuff happening. Like, that's just crazy. That's how the world works. Whatever you show us, I mean. Okay, so this is the big attack. And we haven't talked about Sam at all. I want to save it kind of for less because this is like the heaviest stuff. All right, so he's, before he goes back home, he goes and talks to Isaiah Bradley. He's the African-American man the, that we met in the first episode? Second? First or, or second. second. First or second. Very early. Basically, the, sec- the super soldier that came after Captain America, and we get his whole backstory. Basically, very similar to Steve Rogers' backstory. I don't know if you guys remember how much you remember from Captain America, the first Avenger, but, you know, how did Captain America come to, like, get high? How did they, how did he move up rank? He saved all his friends from, like, a place, right, and brought him back and said, see what I can do? Okay, so that's exactly what happens to Isaiah Bradley. He overhears two of the people say, like, hey, our guys got captured. And it's two African-American men, and they say, well, we got to bomb that place and kill them to destroy the evidence. So he goes and saves them, brings them back. He says, you know what I got? Tortured, put in jail for 30 years. And there's a deep conversation with him and Sam about, do you think, what do you think would have happened? And Sam's like, you could have been the next. And he says, the next what? The next Captain America? He's like, They'll, they will never let a black man have this shield. And not only that, he's like, no self-respecting black man would carry it. That was a dagger, for sure. Yeah. He's saying, like, if you're doing this, like, you're just standing on the shoulders. Like, you're just part of the system. You're just another guy turning a blind eye. Yeah. And this is the question that Sam is facing inside of, like, can I carry this shield? And when he does go back home, works on the boat for a while, finally works on that boat for the system. Soul searching. Like thirty minutes, it felt like they were working on boats and doing stuff. multiple times. Which this is the downtime. This is him and Bucky getting some bonding time. Bucky shows up, helps him, brings a gift from Wakanda. We'll talk about that in a minute. And Bucky apologizes to Sam and says, "Like I didn't think about how it would feel for a, a black man to get this shield." And Steve or I never even thought about it, you know. And Sam even says, "Like yeah, it doesn't matter what Steve thought. Like he's just yeah. saying, like it doesn't matter what you guys think." <laughs> Like, that's the problem. He's like, you think it matters what you think, you know? Deep. Very deep. Good stuff for conversation. I was, like I said, I was excited to talk about this. This is stuff that, this is a superhero show. All right, well, at the end of the day, we get an awesome training montage. Yes. What do you guys think about him throwing that shield around? I just love how they're throwing it around like a Frisbee, just like two buddies. Two friends catching it. Knocking off five trees and going right back to him. Like, how how does he do that? And he also he gave Sam gave Bucky some like therapy too, helped him with his stuff a little bit. He was sleeping on the couch and not like having nightmares. So, he was. He was just like after that they made a point to show that. Yeah, good yeah, call. They made a point to show that, so it's like he's almost kind of at at peace. At peace. He's getting back to a place, and he says to him, he's like, "Hey, man, stop living for all these people. Stop living for Steve's past. Stop living for anything else. Just be yourself." Uh, all right. Am I missing anything before we get to this big finale here? Um, what about? Uh, Sharon Carter. Yes, let's talk about this scene that made zero sense to me, <laughs> even after the second time through. I'm trying to put it together. Giggler, why don't you just break it down? She takes a phone call and, s- and says, I'll make it double this time. I, she's talking to, remember in the first episode, the guy that, um, Batrock the Leaper, the guy. Yes, that the guy from Winter Soldier. Sam is like fighting in the air. Yes, fighting in the air. The and guy he, that Captain fought in Winter like Soldier. like wearing the, uh, those squirrel suits or whatever you just yeah. 
got mur- murked and just flew like we were like we don't know if he's dead or not right but i guess he was in jail and she is paying him to get out to do to work with the flag smasher so, so we don't she know. got so she got him out yes she got him out the first time so, and she got him out like, the second time and it cost her double and she, and he's the guy that showed up to help the flag smashers with their attack yes but like why though that's where he's his intentions are to kill sam but why would she what do you think she, i don't think she's bad I, I don't i think she has something another game plan of some kind she's playing like another kind of role but i don't know like she at first i thought she might be the power broker because of like how they were like hinting at like weird stuff going on with her but yeah. like, like I, I don't think that's it i think that we're trying they're trying to misguide us to that um, yeah misdirect us but I, I i still i don't know who the power broker can be and i don't know what her play is to be yeah honest. and it was such a short scene too it was her only scene i didn't catch it the first time then i watched it again and i was like okay and i looked it up and somebody on reddit said something about how they if you turn the uh closed caption on you can see who who she was talking the about name. What, what language i think that they were speaking and that's what Batrock is so and then and again, now he's again out. he just pops up out of nowhere and it's like i want to kill the falcon yeah and he's like he's got like a grudge against the falcon yeah so yeah. why why would why would she do that pc mike you've been quiet today on this one what do you think we got we still got an ending to talk about you want to wrap it up real quick and then yeah get your i have no thoughts? idea about that part okay all right let's wrap like up none let's wrap up the ending then and give that's the, too deep i want to i want to get some thoughts on the show so the ending is grc is getting attacked and Sam says it's time to go to work. He's been training. He's ready to go. He's got the shield. He, as far as we know, he doesn't have his wings, but he has this package from Wakanda. And he opens it up, and this is the last scene before it ends. Um, I mean, I'll just say what I think is in it. I think it's going to be like a red, white, and blue wingsuit. Yeah. Got to be. And he's making, he's going to come out. This is something coming, with this, some sweet tech. Sweet tech. Well, it's going to be vibranium wings now. Jesus. They're not breaking. Can you imagine? They're not breaking, so yeah, but they can. Getting. But can they control his wings, just like they did with Bucky's arm? I think he's got like a major upgrade right now. Yeah. You think he's got a uh, a new what is the a red wing? Yeah, I bet he does. I guarantee it. He does I guarantee it. Sure. he loved having that thing. Yeah, and they uh, like made a point to have it in the show. Yeah, yeah. Any other theories? Are we like? Is there anything? That's got to be it. It's got to be it. Right? I, like, I'll be pissed if it isn't. Because That's here's the the, here's the line of here's the line of that happening. Bucky gives him the shield. Says like, take it, you know, when they beat Captain America. And then, like, he gets that made. He gets something made for him. In my mind, okay, there you go. So you don't you don't think he has the shield and the... Uh... Yeah, I think he has both. Okay, okay. But... Gotcha. Let's, let's say, let's just go talk about the mid-credit scene. Oh, yeah. Which, there's a mid-credit scene I didn't know till the second time through. <laughs> yeah, it got me again. I should have texted you guys. I... Uh, John Walker is in a Iron Man-like... Uh, that was my first thought. Yeah, it was cave. so much like yeah, it's like Iron Man going to work on his stuff because he's got like I guess that side of him in a little bit. He's blacksmithing his own shield. Yeah, it's like a bitch Captain America shield. Oh, like <laughs> it's made the of biggest iron. ripoff of the shield. Like he puts his own little star on it and his Car- medals. Yeah, Carrie was like, oh, he's making his own shield. And I was like, yeah, and then, but then he starts painting it, and you're like, oh shit, it's like coming together. So he's gonna be showing up too. Yeah, let's I go think. and talk about what, what's going to happen in the finale, Andy. Just tell us. Um, and actually, no. Before we get there, well, then I think I, I, I got to hear some giggler, uh, PC Mike thoughts. Wasn't there? You said you had some holes in this, or like I just didn't love it. If okay, I'm being honest. Fair, um, yeah, fair. Wow. Wasn't there like the sound? Was it something like the sound him banging on him building that shield? 
there was not an in credit scene in Endgame, right? In Infinity War, I think did not have one. No, Infinity War had one. It was the Sam. It was Nick Fury. I think there's oh, a yeah, theory yeah. out there that I saw, and I'm not sure. Go ahead. We you could spoiler. hear the bang, like him banging on that thing. It's at one of the ends of the movies. Oh my gosh! Like him making the shield. It's at one of the ends of the movies. You don't see anything, yeah. but you hear it lightly so in there, like a background. I can't remember. I th- what? You, maybe it was Endgame because that's a tribute to Robert Downey Jr. After Endgame, there's, there's a there's no end credit scene, but at the end no. you can hear you can hear like the Iron Man Dang. the sounds like that of, of him making his first suit. But they don't know. But it, it sounds exactly like that's because. But it, why would they put that at the end of Endgame? I, I think they're just trying to. So this is. Kind of one of the other theories that I saw, so uh, I guess maybe potential future spoiler alert. Well, these but, are theories, at yeah, this just point. theories. But um, so he could be leading something called the Dark Avengers. Yes. Okay, I heard. About so this. like, I obviously that sound is attributed to like the beginning of the Avengers because it's the beginning of Iron Man. So mm. maybe him making this new shield is his beginning of the dark avengers yeah for sure that I could mean, be sort of affiliated with like that the thunderbolts that you talked about earlier what that, is his i guess his he's just gonna, his wife's just gonna leave him oh yeah she's she's done because she's like she's been trying to be the voice of reason for him and like now he's just off making yeah. this shield he's, he's just gonna forged, come out and be a bad guy he's forged in fire and in his backyard <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, john john appreciate that winch <laughs> There's going to be another, like, he's going to show up in a new suit, probably. Yep, his own suit. His own suit at this at the GRC to try to kill Carly and the Flag Smashers, probably. Yeah, he's going to try to get revenge for Lamar. That's his big thing but, right now, because he's been lying. So this is like an anti-hero for the Marvel Universe. Yeah, yeah. like, he has, like, this this mission that like the, is, is, like, good. He's, like, a good guy. He was from the military, but he was wronged. Like, the he's the Punisher, but... Captain America. Style. Yeah, that's so interesting. Like, that's exactly the way to look at it. Is like, this might just be like this character will probably surprise all of us. He's out for revenge, but you still like we've been talking about. Like, you feel for him in a way. Yeah, like he's got a journey in front of him. Yeah, and I think you're totally right. It's not wrapping up this episode. I think by the end of this episode, he talks to Val, and like that's a cliffhanger. Yeah, I know we still have one to go, but yeah, there's one to go. I was this, thinking about all... this today. Go ahead. Out of the three Disney Plus shows that we've really watched, The Mandalorian, WandaVision, and this, yeah, this is distant third for me as enjoyment. Oh, wow. Like, overall, so far. Okay. Yeah, yeah. overall. I mean... What's missing for you? <sighs> and is this just not your type of stuff, too? Because it's also, like... I'm, I've always been the same way as you. Like, I like magic and space more than, like... I've always liked Guardians of the Galaxy more than The Winter Soldier. You know? I mean, even IMDb is kind of like that. This only has a 7.7. I mean, I feel like that's not bad for to see. Yeah. Well, <coughs> spoken like a true teacher. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's like a C, C plus. <laughs> WandaVision, I think, was like an eight point one. All right, that's fair. Maybe this. Uh, well, I hope it wraps it up. I hope it uh, bumps it up for you. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think it all a lot can hinge on how this this ends. But I don't think it'll. But will it end? I don't think. It'll disappoint. I think that's gonna be a, at least an ultimate climax for this fight. Who knows what's gonna happen? Um, I know that here's the big thing that I heard on Jock and Nerd about a storyline that was missing was that because of the rescheduling and because of everything that happened with the pandemic, um, they there was an original storyline with like a pretty bad virus outbreak. Oh, yeah, can't do that. <laughs> and that that played a big part of the flag smashers <laughs> overall 
like struggle. So like I've always felt like their mission feels so empty. Yeah, it does. Like that that makes sense. And like not to say like it mat- like it needs the final product needs to be what it is. So like shoulda coulda it doesn't isn't going to cut it. I hear you. There is like that side of things. Yeah. But like here's how I always have always felt about <laughs> these movies. You all right? I'm coughing. <laughs> Mountain Dew went down the wrong hole. Good good thing we know you got V. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Uh yeah, that's that's the new thing. Um sorry to call you out. Um, I did though. I did. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Hey, we all are now at this point, and now it's like it's happening all around us. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, well, let's see how it ends. I'm kind of like I'm. I've never got too hung up on like the the backstory of this. I just like th- like I said, this is what happens whenever you chop something up into six pieces, and we talk about it each week. <clears throat> do you, you guys, you kind of tear it apart a little. Do you guys think there's a chance that Steve makes an appearance in episode six? I mean now, or they, or there's been no I mean, but, or if I mean, he's even alive. I don't know. Yeah, because Sam says to Bucky in this, Steve's gone. He's gone. He doesn't say he's dead. So we're gonna see him eventually. Steve's in Florida. He's retired. As old as old man. You I, think so? I think he's in space. I don't know. He's in and space, it, and, and nothing's came out. Like no big. No, I, no. I, I'm purely just guessing. But Andy's called a but lot. I also, no, I'm just saying. Like, there's not even a rumor of a huge cameo, Luke Skywalker level cameo. Even, any, yeah, even, yeah, with the Man, even with the Mandalorian, we knew that something huge was going to come. That's true. Uh, yeah, look, that's a whole other thing. I'm pissed about how they keep announcing the cameos before they're going to happen. Just please let us be surprised. It's yeah. fun to speculate, but like, I would rather, I would have been way more excited about a Elaine Bennis appearance in the MCU than I was during this because I was expecting something huge again. But even though I tempered my expectations the whole time, I thought it was going to be a young Isaiah Bradley and like flashbacks, but. The more I look at that actor, is he is he an old man or is he a young man? And they got him all. He's an old man because he looks pretty stacked. Well, maybe he'll be. That's why I said maybe he'll just suit up and, like maybe, maybe he shows up. Yeah, maybe I maybe him I won't be wrong. Up. Him and Sam throw the shield back and forth. <laughs> Let's have a catch. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. Either way, I think the flag smasher story trickles down and like maybe goes away, or maybe there's just lingers. But it's gonna be Sam. Being Captain America, taking on the GRC, Bucky's going to be there. The new Cap's going to be there. Oh, I bet War Machine comes back. Oh yeah, Rhodey. Yeah, I think I think we'll see some more Chris Avengers. Evans back. Old Chris Evans as okay, but not not in this show. I think it'll okay. be in a future movie. Okay, but it's too big of a thing for for a show. Okay, I feel like they're saving stuff like that for movies. All right, all right, fair enough. Uh, any final thoughts? Any other final predictions before we wrap up this episode and wait for the big finale next week? No predictions. Hoping for the best. Yeah. Because I want it to turn. I think it's I mean, it's enjoyable. I think this next episode, I hope that it's like the payoff for all yes. of us type thing. Because yes. like I don't get caught up in the story. I like I miss stuff because like I'm like, I just don't care as much about like the mm-hmm. backstory. Like about like all these side characters and stuff. I just don't get as into it. So I hope that we have a lot of action, some big names, and it just looks fucking cool. All right, Falcon Winter Soldier. That was episode five, titled "Truth." You were right; it was sixty-one minutes, Andy. Right on the dot. Um, Give us just a two-hour finale, or maybe just, yeah, bump it up. Just like play it, and then be like, "Hey guys, just kidding." There's seven episodes. You'll have another one next week. That that's the kind of that would be cool, but it's not going to happen. I know. All right, we'll talk about it all next week. Let us know what you think, and we'll feature it during next week's episode when we talk about the big finale premieres this Friday. If you're listening today on Thursday. It's tomorrow. You know, I'll be watching bright and early. Subscribe to that newsletter at mostlysuperheroes.com or on Patreon. 
for Logan's letter, an exclusive fresh reaction of the episode right when it comes out. It's before this episode, so you get like my fresh take. Like right when I come off the episode, just go on there and rant. Go subscribe at mostlysuperheroes.com. Here's a quick look at the calendar again, 2021. June 11th, Loki's coming. July 9th, Black Widow. And I can't wait to see this What If series animated. It's coming. And then we got that Shang-Chi trailer today. So that's coming September 3rd. Um, hopefully that doesn't come too quick because that means we've already gone through summer. <laughs> Take our time getting there. Yeah, let's, sure. let's pump the brakes. I'm sure let's the teacher enjoy. definitely wants to. Let's enjoy this. <laughs> let's enjoy this bass. Let's go nice and slow on the summertime. We'll be talking about all the MCU every single week. Let's talk about what's coming up. A lot happening on the show. Coming up on the music show, our spinoff on Spotify. Did the same thing I did for our shout-out earlier. If you're on our YouTube channel, I got our nice Spotify QR code pulled up right now. You can scan that with your Spotify app, and it'll take you to the music show. This week we talked about, I believe it came out in 1990 or 90 or 91, 92. It is Captain Ron starring Kurt Russell and Martin Short. I'll give it up because we just watched it. It's good. Have you I seen love, it? I love Captain Ron. You've seen it. I you know, know it. I've never even heard of this. You've never oh, heard of Captain Ron? Oh, my Ron? gosh. Man. This is Martin. <laughs> this is Martin Short playing. His name is Martin in the movie. Martin just wanted a nice, quiet family vacation. Instead, he got Captain Ron, who's Kurt Russell. He's a one-eyed, like, island local who is going to be hired to get this boat to Miami for him. There's <laughs> Martin Short's family, who I don't think you'll ever see any of these actors again. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Any of them. I didn't recognize a one of them. But the 92. Movie, 92. It has a 5.8 rating on IMDb. Didn't, 23 on Hot Tomatoes, but. Didn't do too hot. Nostalgia, though. Nostalgia. And it's also like a getaway movie. They're <clears> fixing <throat> up an old boat. They're on the ocean. And it has some like Jamaican, uh, not Jamaican, just Jamaican feels for sure. Yeah. I mean, they're in the Caribbean. And there's some good music to it. So I went through, played the soundtrack. There's some Bob Marley on there, of course. Comes out on 420. I'm sure Bob Marley would appreciate that. Uh, mm, that's that's see what you did there. Yeah, well, I mean, of course. it was. Per- I was recording it for, you know, I record on Fridays. And I saw, I was like, oh, it comes out on 420. And there were two Bob Marley songs. It's like, okay, of course. So go check that out. That's mostly superheroes, the music show. Like I said, you can scan that right now on YouTube using your phone or search Spotify for the music show. And, of course, it's happened at MostlySuperheroes.com. PC the, Mike? The little kid. Yeah. Was in the nanny for like six years. He was the boy in the nanny. The nanny? Yeah, with Fran Drescher. Oh, the, like the, sh- the show. Gosh, yeah, wow. the show. Six years. So he's in that. Okay. Uh, I don't know if the, I, I definitely... the mom's famous. She's been in a lot of stuff, but like just really? one of those faces you just don't you don't know her name, but you, she's in a lot of stuff. We got the poster here. Got to plug the YouTube channel. Uh, we got the New York. What is that? It just they just said funny. funny. <laughs> All right, it's funny. Captain Ron, funny. All right, guys, don't be scared. <laughs> Oh, my God. We're doing our first live episode, but not the whole episode. Okay, so here's what's happening. Jurassic Park Live Watch Party. We said we'd do this in April. We did. Going to stick to it next week's episode, Monday. Mark your calendars. It's going to be different for you subscribers. It's going to be our, like when we record. So Monday at 5 o'clock, we're going to do it from right here. I'm going to have it all set up. You guys don't have to worry about a thing. We're watching Jurassic Park from our VHS Watch Party contest that we did in 2020. I'm going to invite the winner of that contest, see if he wants to like, join us. It won't be a VHS, because look at it. Yeah, the VHS is ruined. <laughs> so we'll be watching Man. it like on the Apple TV, but we'll figure look it out. We got Photoshop skills. Yeah. Hey, pretty good, right? We got our faces on the poster. Thank you for not making me Newman. We wear hats a lot. We're yeah. hat guys. Yeah, we're hat guys. <laughs> yep. It's just easier. 
Yeah. Um, but it's going to be on Facebook. It's I think it'll be the easiest way to do it. This is what we're going to do at 5 p.m. Central Time on Facebook, <clears throat> Monday, 426. We're going to start live. We're going to kick off the show. The first hour of the show will be live. And we're going to watch Jurassic Park. Just the first hour. So plan to be here a little longer next week. That's fine. And after that, we'll stop. We'll take a break. We'll stop being live, and then we'll record the rest of the episode and talk about like the season finale of The Winter Soldier. Will probably be the main thing we do yeah. next week. We might take a break on the MCU rewatch just because that'll yeah. be a lot going on. Two Makes big sense. things, two huge things, two huge things. And the first half of the episode is gonna be totally different. You know, we're not gonna do fan mail, news and rumors. We're gonna do this live commentary of Jurassic Park. So you're gonna want to either watch Jurassic Park before you listen, or if you want to like really experience it. You pull up Dress Park at your house. We'll go three, two, one, play. And we just go live commentary. We'll have the volume like turned all the way down, and we'll just talk about it. PC Mike will be looking up stats. We'll just, we'll just talk about our favorite parts, and then uh, we'll get through it. I'm pumped. Our first live show. What do you guys think? I'm excited. I'm I scared. love Jurassic Park. I'm scared. I know. I was like, I, as soon as I thought, I was like, I didn't even tell you guys we were doing this. I was like, we're just going to do it. You'll be fine. You know, All you got to do is show up. I just saw the Facebook event, and I was like, yeah, that's, I, I think I, I was like your teaser so that you would have like some kind of warning before you got here. But don't worry. You show up. We're going to be great. I mean, we do this in one take. Same thing. It's the same thing. And we just take pee breaks sometimes. Well, what's really great about the watch party is that the movie will be on. So like it's really kind of all of us sharing that experience together. Yeah. So we'll have a lot to lean on. <laughs> not to worry about coordinating snacks, but also not eating in a microphone and sounding like a degenerate yeah i might try to like keep an eye on our mic volumes a little bit more like if you want to eat popcorn i'll turn you down <laughs> mike's yeah. eating a bag of funyuns over there <laughs> grab your snacks it's gonna be a monday night if you're living here locally it's 5 p.m central and uh yeah go follow us on facebook this is the way to do it like andy said there's an event right now it lives on the facebook page we'll share it in our mostly superheroes squad really excited for our first ever live watch it's gonna be so fun can't wait to see how it goes and of course it's gonna be a blast Something new every day, MostlySuperheroes.com. Go check out the schedule. We're doing the live shows on Instagram, showing last week's episode today. New episodes early on Patreon, along with our weekly newsletter every Friday. And uh, new episodes on Thursday. Appreciate you guys. Got all the fans coming out. New listeners, new watchers every single week. We see it all happening. We really appreciate you. Giggler, how was that? It was great as always. I really cannot wait for this finale. Hopefully all my predictions come true, but they probably won't. But we're going to be entertained no matter what. And I'm definitely ready for Monday, uh, this Jurassic Park watch. Probably once we get to the uh, – it, it definitely made my final four of the of the bracket. So Yeah, it's exciting that it's also in the bracket where it's going. And I'm also going to echo you. I'm not going to let PC Mike downplay the Falcon Winter Soldier right now. <laughs> I am super excited. And I loved this episode. I'll be, I'll just say that. I didn't really even say it. I really did like it. I mean, Forrest and Bubba Gump trip 2.0 for half of it was fine, but. Yeah. They're just working on a boat. Yeah. And like, <laughs> here's the thing. I just watched Captain Ron. And then I also watched Summer Place with John Candy. That was his like last movie. I think he died making it. They're fixing up a boat in all these things I'm watching. Like two weeks, three things about fixing up boats. Shawshank Redemption. They go to a boat. They're trying to get boat. a boat. Oh, yeah. Where did they go? Where's the place? No, yeah, no, no, uh, yeah. <laughs> Montenegro. Montenegro. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's always a, a quiz. Uh, PC Mike, did you have fun today? I did. I'm excited. And yeah. most of the people are agreeing with me about the 
on the Winter Soldier. People are out there. On the interwebs. Well, and that's why it's good for you to keep us in check. Make it's sure, good. Tell, tell I'm just us, saying, yes. like, out of the three yeah. series on Disney Plus that we have watched, this is my least favorite. And how do you think this will compare to Loki? I think Loki will be better. Oh, I think so, too. I think I'm going to be obsessed with that show. I think you will. I think you're going to go down some rabbit holes. I, and like I start. hope there's a lot of episodes. Well, it's just an interesting thing. Like, you have a character that you've seen develop and what happens, and like here's a here's another version of him. And he's kind of like an anti-hero too. He is in places. He is, and he's a bad guy in that show. Like when he gets caught, but will he be a bad guy by the end? Probably. Yeah. Not. I mean, he's hanging out with Owen Wilson for what? How many episodes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. How many episodes is that? Wow. They know yet? Wow. Do you know how many episodes that is, Andy? I don't know. That's why I was. I hope it's more. Give me ten. Okay. Plus, just more to talk about. If That's they it. haven't announced it yet, uh, we'll watch for it either way. We'll we'll keep that on the. Do radar. you think the bigger ones though, like Falcon Winter Soldier, is a bigger name than WandaVision? And it's six. Yeah, it is, and like I also feel like totally different. We've said this a million times. Totally different shows. Like WandaVision was like literally like about TV show series decades, yeah. and like this was literally this was literally a movie cut up. Like they took different parts of the movie. Like if you watch this without. Anything in between, mm-hmm. it would just be a movie. Yep, and it would sit really well, I think. I, but this I is agree. this is the overall thought, though. This is what I mean. This is the big experiment, right? We'll see. It's working. I mean, well, we're talking about it, but like, are we getting the best experience? Adam has said before. He's like, I would have preferred Wandavision straight through, and I was like, I understand. Like that. Would point you rather him do like Netflix does and dump it? Just like put them all out. Yeah, that would complicate this podcast a lot. <laughs> would it? We'd still be talking about it. <laughs> we just have to dedicate like a one three-hour episode to the whole series. Yeah, yeah, like this definitely makes it easiest for us as podcasters. Yeah. But like, you know, as the everyday person, like, what, hey, are you just watching this? Are you liking this? You know, let us – I'm wondering. I mean, cause, it's – Because it's fun for me to talk about every week, but I also like – I'm like, am I beating this horse to death to where, like, it would be better if, like, I just saw it in one sitting? It's back to normal TV. Like, hey, you got to tune in at, on Thursdays at 8 to watch Seinfeld every week. Kind of back to that, like, hey, Friday. Yeah, but at it's some on the point. next day. A lot of Seinfeld references today. Hell yeah, we got, a, we got a lane in the MCU now, man. man. Hey, I'm a diehard Seinfeld fan. Oh, me too. Oh, me too. So like that was you talked about like your moment of like I was, dude, I was totally shocked. I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. She's in this. She's now. so good. She's awesome. She is awesome, and she immediately, immediately, I was like, this is a different character. I don't know who yep. this is. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, lots happening. Most of superheroes. Thank you guys again for another great week. This was episode. 17 of season two we're moving our way through 2021 with all of you guys we appreciate you so much tell a friend subscribe follow and talk about us uh we're here for you guys every single week we're having a great time and we'll see you next time on mostly superheroes take it easy